everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. Today we have Ryan Raymond with us. Hey, Ryan. Hey, everybody. It's uh, just me and you tonight, it looks like, huh? Oh, my gosh. I have the um, video in the background. Hold on one second. Yep, I just turned it down on my end, too. I had it playing there. All right. Okay, there we go. <laughs> We're still alive. I didn't shut this window. Okay. Nope, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Christina couldn't make it. As uh, a lot of you know, I was at uh, Midwest Ecom Conference, and Christina came too. So my flight was on time. I was able to make it back in time, but um, Christina's flight got delayed, so she's not going to be able to make it tonight. Unfortunately, well, that's unfortunate. But, and I was Ryan to pick almost her brain on some trends. <laughs> Ryan almost couldn't make it too. He um, he ended up calling out of work so that he could be here. Oh, no, I didn't call out of work. I just did not go to a extracurricular work function tonight. It was mandatory, though, so I feel no, like... No, no. Almost. We're not going to go into work on here, so we're going to talk about print-on-demand tonight. It was almost our first Merch Money show where I was completely by myself, <laughs> so I'm glad so, Ryan made it. Uh, someone's saying they can't see me? Am I not popping? I'm not popping oh, up. Oh, hold on. Let me... Um, I think I might be clicked on my own picture. All right, say something. Hey, does this work now? There Am I popping up? There Perfect. we go. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally had the uh, cursor on my thing. Anyway, well, we're very happy to have you here. I'm uh, just going to real quick give a little recap of the Midwest Ecom Conference. We were talking about that before the, before we went live and um, about how how awesome it is to keep in touch with everybody from FBA side, the Seller Central, because there's so much overlap and there's so much um, similarities between the two. So I met a lot of FBA sellers, private label sellers, um, all kinds of people there. And uh, hopefully we're gonna get some of those people on the show. I, I talked to some people about being on the show. Um, some people are going to test and see if there's differences. So I met a lot of people that were good with PPC campaigns on the Seller Central side. And I think it's very similar to the uh, merch side, but we're going to double check and, and test some things out on my account first before they go live on the show. But anyway, I was very excited to meet all of those people. Um, I met a lot of people that help with Amazon reviews and things like that. Like when you're launching a private label product, there's a lot that goes into it. And um, some of those things may or may not be able to be used on the merch side when you're launching a new t-shirt. So we're going to be working on that, seeing what similarities from the private label world can work with the merch world. So it's a lot of, it was really exciting to talk to all those people and pick their brains and they got excited thinking like, oh yeah, maybe it will work on merch. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll be we'll be testing stuff out. There's a lot of good synergies there, you know, with your FBA business and it, for people who do that sort of thing. So I, I I know myself like looking at FBA was a little bump on my journey to merch. I was kind of rolling through shiny object syndrome myself when I landed into merch a year ago. So it's kind of fun the the journey and see who you meet along the way. So that's pretty yeah, cool. it's it's really exciting the similarities and and the differences and the, like you said the synergies. Um, so we'll see we'll see what comes of that. And there's definitely gonna be meetups that come out of that conference. I'm already laughing about it. So we've been doing so many meetups, but I really like doing the meetups where it's a combination of a seller central person 
and merch because there's so many people that do both and there's so much that, that can be learned from both sides. So um, I'm planning one in, in Maryland pretty soon and um, looking to do one in Philadelphia. So we've got some more coming down the line. Uh, this Saturday is going to be Atlanta. I'm going to be doing a meetup with uh, Nick Eden. So if anybody lives anywhere near Atlanta, definitely come by. Um, Nick's going to be giving away a um, Q4 guide that he does every year. And I'm going to be bringing the merch money bags that we've been giving out at all these things. Um, so anyway, it should be a lot of fun. That sounds like it'll be a good one. Nick Nick provides a lot of good value in his uh, content and tips he puts out. So yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, I think he said he was going to start streaming five days a week again. So we'll see if he get, he can get up to it. But I'm looking forward to seeing what he puts out too. So. Yeah. I'm really excited. I think it'll be uh, really fun. So, all right. Well, let's talk about you. Let's uh, get into this. I cannot believe how many videos you do and how much value you provide. It's just so amazing. <laughs> Oh, it's fun. I uh, I don't know. I guess the videos kind of started by accident, though. I like last year. I was like a tier twenty-five, tier one hundred seller at, in July, and um, was in one of the groups. And someone asked a question, and I realized I could answer it better by recording my screen on my phone, and then just sharing that little thirty-second video. And I did. And someone made a joke like, "Hey, where can I watch the rest of your tips?" And I was like, "Uh, I don't know." <laughs> People started adding me as a friend, and I kind of like to keep it to people I've either worked with or know. So I was like, "Well, I've got a. I had made a public page of my name like years ago, just to have it." And I was like, "Well, how about I just tell people to follow me there?" And I started doing the Facebook thing, and uh, this year I added YouTube pretty heavily, and I'm just having a lot of fun with it. And by far, I learn more about how to improve my own business by making videos because I got to research an idea of how I'm going to share a tip and I get questions asked of me from people. So, you know, I get a message and someone will say, Hey, I'm having this problem and I've never even encountered it myself, but it gives me an opportunity to think, how would I solve this if I was this person? And, uh, you know, that, um, gives me an opportunity to think outside the box and it lets me see things from different angles. And I just saw Stephen Moore's comment there. I second a sincere Northern Kentucky meetup and I say, hell yeah, let's go to Braxton and get a beer. So <laughs> it's right yeah, downtown. There's, there's so many people in that area. I think um, we've done a lot of Columbus meetups, but I think we should do like a little near there, but a little different. Um, so I think yeah. Cincinnati or North Kentucky could definitely work. Yeah, um, I'll help you get that one set up. So yeah, there's so many know. people over there. It's crazy. I'm like, those are the easiest meetups to set up anything in Ohio. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, but what you were saying about how people were asking you, like, "Oh, where's your YouTube channel?" That happened to me too. And that's how. <laughs> that's one of the catalysts that started Merge Money because people are like, "Oh, well, can I join your Facebook group? And where do I find you?" And I'm like, "Where do you find me?" I'm like, it had never even occurred to me to start a Facebook group. And I'm yeah. like, ah. <laughs> but, but by far, um, I think Joe Clay was mentioning this in his video today about just, you know, giving help to people has helped him grow and, you know, see different angles. And I was like, that's so true. It's, yeah. you know, and the best thing about doing it is, you know, it gets to help people and I have fun yeah. doing it. I have a lot of fun doing it. So it's, uh, it's been really good. Um, 
you know, it's not, I would never consider myself like the merch by Amazon expert by any means. I mean, I'm, I'm just a tier 4,000 little tier 4k seller in my first year. Little so. tier 4k seller. That's a great <laughs> accomplishment for one year. That's amazing. Um, it's, Lance uh, just, Lance just yeah. said, see you in a few days. That's awesome, Lance. He's going to be at the Atlanta meetup. So excited about awesome. that. And, and uh, Lance, I hope you're, uh, it's your sister. I hope she's doing well. So I saw that you were having some issues there. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, yeah, no, but um, it's funny because I don't know about you, but when I started merch, I had no idea what was going to happen. I had like zero expectations. I was like, I'm going to, because I had been doing drop shipping at the time, like from China, like selling uh -huh. unicorns on a website. And I was running into so many problems. I was like, it'd be a lot easier if I just owned the designs on these things that I was selling and I could have better margins. And so I started doing that and it, it was a lot more complicated to get started than I thought it was. And then right. I discovered merch and I was like, I think I can do this. I need, I just need to do 10 designs and let me see if I can sell them. And I started there and uh, I set some goals for myself and these, and people have said, you know, these sound a little unrealistic, Ryan. I was like, well, that's the point because if they were easy, I'd be patting myself on the back every two weeks instead of striving for something new. Cause I said it yeah. when I first started, I said, I just want to sell a hundred different products get a hundred different products to make one sale. If I can figure out how to do a hundred in any period of time, I can figure out how to do a hundred in a month. And if I can figure out how to do a hundred in a month, I could probably figure out how to sell a hundred different products in a week. And if I could figure out how to do it in a week, why can't I scale that to a day? And if I said a day, why not an hour? And then let's get crazy and say a hundred products every minute and then go to every second. I, you know? I love how you always say that. That's, <laughs> it really is true though. When you can sell one, why can't you sell 10? And then it just keeps going from there. So uh, that's, that's how right. Jeff Bezos thinks. Um, when we were at the conference, uh, one of the guys had created the Amazon seller app. Like he created it. Uh, or I guess probably him and a team. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But it, he was definitely one of the main people working on it. And um, before he had been working on that project, he had come up with something else that he thought would be really great for Amazon and make them a lot of money. And he was all proud of like, turning in his report explaining how they can make 33 million dollars and his boss and everyone just laughed at him they're like we are not turning that in they're like we don't even start working on anything unless we can show that it will make over a billion dollars in three years they're like we don't aim for 33 million that's not cut it <laughs> yeah like it, it's crazy if you i don't know some days i'll wake up and I don't know for, I'll just say, I'm going to design a shirt and I'm going to find a way to make it sell today. Like I just give I myself a that. challenge. I love and that. So you and I just Christina say, both, like you set these goals and you just go for them. It's, so. well, you know, and maybe it's funny because I'll say, I'm going to find somewhere where people want to buy a shirt and I'm going to make it for them and they're going to buy one today. If I decide to do that, sometimes I'll, that'll be the only shirt of it I'll sell but I've only really failed in that a couple times. Like if I just decide today is going to be a day I'm going to make something new, it's going to sell. That's uh -huh. probably when I come up with the best idea I could come up with because I put a timeline on it. It has to sell today. So I have to know who the audience is that I'm going to sell it for and how I'm going to promote it to them or where my influence is on how to get it. So. That is a really good, good point. So let's go into that. But before we do, I have a question. When yeah. I'm not talking, do you guys see like me in the corner or do you see this hilarious picture? Because <laughs> uh, I see a hilarious like picture where it's like 
me just like frozen at this hilarious angle. <laughs> um, I'm watch. I have it playing on here, and it's doing full screens of us as we're talking. Okay. So I think I think we're okay there. <laughs> It'll be so funny if I like watch it later and see the picture that I'm seeing right now because it's anyway. <sighs> Who cares? You guys would laugh if you guys got to see what I see. It is me at like this hilarious frozen angle. But anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so making shirts for a specific audience. That is huge. Um, it's it's something that like when we were at this conference hearing about private label sellers, like they really have to make sure they know who their audience is, specifically target specific people because they're buying all this stuff up front. And I think if we adopt that mindset of like pretending like we have to do this big investment into this merch shirt, it'll be like really concentrating on who the audience is because it's so tempting to just throw stuff up. Like that's mm -hmm. what I've done that a lot. I mean, Sometimes I'm thinking too. about the specific audience and sometimes I'm like, oh, let's try that, let's try that, you know. And it's it's really good if you can design for a specific audience. So talk a little bit more about that. Like how do you decide who to target? What 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 is your thought process on that? So like one of my favorite things to do is I, I don't like using tools. I just like going to Google and find a blog about someone who has a hobby. Like just look for weird hobbies or, you know, lists of, long like big things that might be really small niche and um for example i'll give an example one day we i found a salt and pepper shaker collectors was a hobby i had no idea that there's this huge culture of people that collect salt and pepper shakers of all different shapes and sizes and so i was like how big is this audience and so i jumped on facebook and they had a salt and pepper shaker collectors group with five thousand people in it and I was like, well, maybe there's quite a bit more here. And I requested to join. And in the comments, I said, I designed t-shirts and I discovered your guys' hobby and realized there no one makes shirts for you guys. And I was wondering if I could just join your group and observe what you guys talk about and see if I can come up with something you might like. And they let me in. And then they said, well, when you make one, go ahead and post it in here. Like wow. I just told them what I was going to do. I was honest about it. I just said, Hey, this is what I want to do. And the admin's like, well, yeah, what did you make? And I posted a shirt and sold like five of them that day. And then it, it didn't work out, but they reached out to me. Apparently they had a conference with like 500 attendees and they were looking for shirts for it. They obviously were able to get a bulk order for that many people a little bit cheaper by not doing on Amazon. So they ended up using uh, someone else for it, but it was still an opportunity to make that connection. And you just, you never know who you're going to meet or what they're going to ask you for. Um, and that, and so that is really key. Like, even if they didn't let you post a shirt in the group, you know what they're talking about. So you know who the audience is. You could still put it up on Amazon. And you know, you know there's a group of people searching for that or looking for that. You know that the phrases they say. Like, mm -hmm. I'm getting better at, like, paying attention to phrases and... Um, Every like, oh. niche community has its own lingo. Yeah. Like they got their own little words that don't make sense to people outside <laughs> of it. I, I mean, someone jumping in here into a merch video, they're like POD, print on demand, supplement. Like, what are you talking about? And um, yeah, I don't know. You just never know what you're going to run into. Another thing I really like doing, and it catches people off guard, like if you're just having a brain block, mm -hmm. let's say you're in a checkout lane or at a gas pump. Just look at the stranger over there and be like, hey, I designed t-shirts. If you could have any t-shirt right now, what would it say? 
and you never know what you might get. Like, oh my God, I've never thought of that. Just, and you might spark a conversation or I see a person wearing a cool shirt that I like and I'm like, hey, can I like take a picture of that? Cause I like the layout or something. And I was like, I wanna see if I can do that. And I've struck up conversations with people and they're just like, man, if I could have a shirt that said this, that'd be great. And I'll show them how fast I can make it right there on the phone for them. And then I upload it and get their number and I'll text it to them. Like I've oh done that quite God. a few times. You're fearless. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm never going to see this person again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they might look at me like I'm a crazy person. Um, but, you know, it's you just never know. I so. love how you just let things just roll off your back. You don't worry about what other people think. Just go for it. You got to tell people what people on Reddit say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Reddit is awesome. <laughs> they, I share my videos there. And uh, I, I've, got, I, I've kept a collection of some of my favorite comments. Um, I won't read them all, but uh, one of them was, can you make a how to find a girlfriend tutorial? Or, um, I don't like your beard. Shave it off and I'll give you a view. <laughs> um, let's see here. What was the other one? Um, so you you sold seven t-shirts and only made $7. I respect your decision to compensate Bezos's divorce bills, mate. <laughs> Oh my god. I just it's think they're so funny. funny. I don't know. It's I, I don't let that stuff bother me. In fact, I mean it's it's funny. I, I give them upvotes for it. I don't it's <laughs> it's just fun. If, if I wasn't having fun, I wouldn't be doing it. I guess that's the way I look at it. So it's I, I have fun doing print on demand. I have fun making YouTube videos. So the day it becomes not fun is the day I stop doing it. Because, like I've said before, this isn't my full-time job. I'm, I'm an engineer in my full-time job, and I do really enjoy being an engineer. Um, so this has just been something I've been building for myself. Because like, a couple years ago, we went through quite a few layoffs at the company I work for. And I, I realized that nothing's secure. So if I have something that's building an income in the background, I've always got, I always know I have a little bit of a cushion going on back there if something were to happen. So that was probably so my smart. main motivator. That's so smart. And it's so nice. Oh, Nick's here. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. We were just talking about the Atlanta meetup earlier. And Lance is in the chat. He's going to come. And Teresa wanted him to wear meggings <laughs> to the meetup, but he said no. Come on, Lance. Get the meggings out. You've been obsessed with the meggings for months. I, I know. mean, Printful's got some pretty cool meggings in there you can print with all over designs. So get on that. <laughs> Nick said, can't wait. And I think he's referring to the meetup and not Lance wearing leggings. <laughs> oh, I'd be waiting for both if I was coming to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, but, um, so what, like, so in the audience here, you know, I like trying to find ways to share things. So I, I would ask you, what, what's your favorite research method, Helen? Like what, what, like if you were going to design a t-shirt today, where would be your first stop to get some inspiration or we're supposed to be asking you hole? the research methods. Now you're interviewing me. Oh, okay. Oh, it was almost method. you by yourself. You might as well get a little bit. I, know. <laughs> I feel like I've tried everything. So I have merch informer. I've tried that, that method. Um, uh -huh. I think it's kind of like, it's kind of like you where it's like you want to do what's fun. So I, I, do different things because I don't want to just always 
like get bored doing the same thing over and over again. So I've done Merge Informer. I've done um, like just listening to the news, thinking about like, oh, what's going on? Like, how can we make a shirt about that? Like, especially, especially now it's so easy. Like people get so mad about everything. So like mm -hmm. both sides are like always mad about something. <laughs> Absolutely. You can always just make one so, for this side, one for this side and serve it to them both and say, find it out. And, you know, there's, there's all sorts of ways you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I find a phrase that works well. And so I try to like figure out how I can apply that to other niches mm -hmm. um, or switch it up a little bit. So sometimes I um, just kind of go off on a trail of like, oh, let me start with this and then just keep switching out stuff so i guess that's scaling like we'll be talking about later yeah, scaling out yeah. designs um sometimes it's just like you said where you hear something from friends or people at the gas station wherever like you're out and about and you see something um so sometimes i do that sometimes it's just on like emerging trends or things that i start seeing a lot where i'm like oh why do people keep talking about this all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> let me learn mm -hmm. more about this um so yeah. I would say I look at Pinterest, but I really don't that much. Like, even though I have Pinterest, I don't know why I don't use it for research. I should. So that's something I wish I was doing that I really don't do that much. I like um, using Pinterest. Maybe I'll do that in my video tonight. Start yeah. there. I, 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 Pinterest is fun because what I like doing with it, and here's a, here's a tip for anyone using Pinterest. People ask me how to use Pinterest. So let's say you were going to design, I don't know, a dog shirt. You start pinning things about dogs that are giving you inspiration about the shirt and then you design your shirt and then you slip the shirt as a pin into that dog board. Yeah. So, you know, people come there and get to it and all of a sudden like, oh, hey, look at this shirt. And, you know, maybe they'll take it right to your uh, uh, order form. Yeah. So it's so funny because I was so obsessed with Pinterest for like, I don't know, like over way over a year. And I have a pretty big Pinterest account I, I built up. But I was always thinking of it in terms of posting shirts that I already had because I was buying designs from VA rentals and other places. So I had a lot of shirts and I was just focusing on selling them. So I was thinking about it in terms of marketing and not in terms of research. So I don't know why, but that's that's how, that's both, how I've been though. doing it. I know, exactly. So I'm missing half of the pie. Like I, <laughs> I've just been using it for marketing instead of using it for research. So that I definitely need to do that more. Well, I, I guess let me put it this way. When I was just posting things I had for sale, I would get maybe 20 monthly viewers. Right. Now that I've started pulling other things in, I just looked, I have 807 monthly viewers on my yeah. Pinterest. No, I was pulling other stuff in, um, but I just wasn't taking that stuff I was pulling in and making shirts out of it. Uh, I got like, you. I got so you. I have like millions, I, literally millions a, a month that go to my Pinterest board. Um, I think it, I haven't looked in like three or four months, but last time I looked, it was like 2 million a month or something. Like it's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I, I thought I was cool with 800. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, I mean, if you build it up for a year, it's like, and that's what's so interesting about Pinterest. Like it's been, I want to say like a year and a half at least since I've really been taking it seriously. I just every now and then log in like once every mm -hmm. couple months. And it's still like every month, so many repins, so much activity. Um, I have shared boards and stuff. So people are still pinning, even though it's not me. So the board keeps growing, like the whole account keeps growing and I'm not doing anything. So uh, anyway, so yeah, back to, no, it's <laughs> I need to, need to get back into it on both the marketing side and the um, research side. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, for my Shopify brand that I have, um, I did just pinning the shirts in there. And mm -hmm. I, I pull in one or two sales a month on the Shopify store just from from doing it the wrong way. And it yeah. still kind of works. So because it's was, really niche down. But. I was going to say that, too. Like, I, I think I've said it several times. Like, it's best if you can do like this amazing pin and do everything perfectly. But if you can't and you just pin your shirt straight from Amazon, I, I, I've gotten sales from that. So yep. <laughs> there's a yep. reason they have the pin option directly from Amazon. It does work. Um, and Teresa made a good point that she said, just make sure you're linking to an Amazon shirt that has already sold. And I did not do that in the beginning. So I had to go back through and take out <laughs> Delete some because they were broken links. Sold. <laughs> so uh, you know it, what? I've probably done that wrong. I know yeah. I've done that wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world if you're linked to one that doesn't go anywhere, but you're wasting yeah. the sale if somebody finds it and they can't get to it. Um, so it's, it's better if you pin the one. But again, I mean, if you're doing something, it's better than nothing. So even if you're pinning brand new shirts that haven't sold, worst that can happen is just that someone can't buy your shirt if it falls off. But yeah, yeah. But it gives the opportunity that they will buy it. And now their shirts are up for a year. If you pin yeah. it, it's a whole year of that pin going around to try to get a sale. So I think yep. I think it's okay. Um, you can always uh, go back through on, and check them. Nathan's on. Nathan's my brother. So, oh, hi, Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> Stephen Moore, he was at the, one of the Ohio meetups. Okay. Met yep. Him. Yep. Got all kinds of people on tonight. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, and so, if you guys have questions for Ryan, definitely be posting them. Yeah, yeah. Get the chat rolling. <laughs> yeah, um, keep it going. Uh, we'll just talk forever though so yeah, <laughs> just stop yeah, us yeah. if we're not answering your questions <laughs> um okay so research so you asked me how i do research how do you do research i i try anything i mean i google trends blogs lists of occupations and um what i really like doing is starting on amazon and just starting with a high level keyword and mm -hmm. so like dog shirt you know, it might come up with mm -hmm. 60,000 results. All right, what can I add to this to modify it? And mm -hmm. so let's say I want to do retro dog shirt. I would type in retro dog shirt. You know, that might knock it down to 20,000 results. I was like, okay, so there's 20,000 people that are using both of these keywords. Mm -hmm. Then I could say retro dog shirt with glasses. I don't know if I wanted <laughs> to do a dog wearing glasses. And just keep modifying it and adding a word. And before you know it, you'll have a word bank that will tell you exactly what your design should look like. It'll be a dog shirt with, you know, a retro style wearing sunglasses on a beach, you know, and you, you put those four keywords in there, a beach shirt will rank, a glasses shirt might rank, a dog shirt in retro, depending on what people search for, it gives it a chance to be found for each of those. So um, I don't know, that's just kind of like my favorite way to do it is just get into Amazon and start playing with the search bar mm -hmm. until I find where there's nothing. Like that's my goal to get it down. Oh, you to, want to get down to nothing. I want I wanted to pull up a search result and Amazon tell me, like, are you sure you wanted to search for this? Because <laughs> that means I put enough words into it that no one else has used all of those words in the same <laughs> listing. But how do you know people are gonna look for that? Well, I know they search for dog shirts. Okay. I know they search for beach shirts. I know they search for glasses shirts. So okay. all of those words are indexed. 
and it has a chance to rank for each of them. Nice. So I, it's tip. spread it around. And so, you know, if someone clicked on it for dog shirt, maybe they'll click on it for beach dog or for a beach shirt. Mm -hmm. And so then Amazon will say, well, it worked for this word and it worked for this word and it can just start going up. Nice. Um, like I, I did that with one of my 4th of July shirts. It was, I, I took one niche that was selling well, mixed it with a 4th of July niche that was selling well. And uh -huh. then I added a third aspect to it to do like three or four heavy targeted keywords. Uh -huh. And I ended up selling like 130 of them for 4th of July. Wow. So I was, awesome. I was pretty happy with that. Um, otherwise you can get some really good ideas just like walking around Walmart and Target and just see what yes. color palettes people are using, the styles that they're doing. I mean, don't go in there and like, you know, take a picture of theirs and say, I'm going to remake that one. But you know, it's look for the, what they're, because they, like we talked about earlier, we think about how can we get one sale? Those people are designing, how can I sell a thousand of these or yes. 10,000 of this because it's got mass appeal. So yeah. there's, um, you know, they, they've done their research and you can kind of get an idea of, okay, this is what they think is going to be in trend this season. So what can I do that's similar to capitalize on these styles that they're using? Yeah. Oh, so. I see somebody in the background. Hi. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi. Up, honey? Say hi. How are you? Have you gotten any t-shirts? Did your dad make you any t-shirts? Did daddy make you some t-shirts? Yeah. yeah. Aww. That's <laughs> What's awesome. wrong, honey? You're supposed to be sleeping. Just you want to go give mommy a hug downstairs? Aww. She just wants to cuddle. She can hang out for a while. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> um, Nathan had a quick question. He said, do you make commercial print pins for brands that you have on merch so that people click and see all the shirts for that brand? No. It's a good no, idea, though. I, I didn't haven't. either. I would just I pin haven't. the shirt. Um, but yeah, if you do design all things together for a specific brand, I mean, there's nothing to stop them from clicking on the whole brand. Yep. Yep. So there's, there's plenty of opportunity to do that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know, like the, the Shopify brand that I've been running starting in January, I've built up the Instagram to about 12,000 followers and did around 10, 15 sales a month off Shopify right now, just all organic traffic. Um, but for those, I, Pinterest has been good for that. Um, and that's, that is an option for people. If you find something that's working on one platform, and you really want to try pushing it, you can, you can build your own brand around a couple of ideas. And if you're patient, you don't have to pay for ads. You can, you know, post on Instagram, post yeah. on Facebook, post on Pinterest. Um, you know, I started with a few Google ads, which mm -hmm. uh, was just Google shopping ads. And mm -hmm. now it, it helped rank in Google and I get around five, 600 visitors a month just organically from Google now, That's uh, you know, my conversion rate is terrible. I'm working on that. <laughs> it's like a 0.7% conversion rate, but it's, uh, it's fun. So yeah. Amazing. Uh -huh. I, this whole conversation is making me like, be like, okay, I got to get back on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> um, that wasn't even the plan of the topic tonight. Back just on came all out. these free marketing things. Cause AMS ads are great. I'm like, I'm focusing on that too, but it's like, there's so many free ways to, <laughs> Yep, and yep. Pinterest, it just keeps going year after year. Like, it's so nice. Um, so, yeah, I definitely need to get back on there. 
Teresa's yeah. saying about greeting cards are great for inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, that's awesome. Steve said he found a cool program for Pinterest for auto pinning and repinning. Great for research. Awesome. What is what is the name of that, Steve? Um, I use Tailwind for Pinterest, and that one's really helpful. Um, okay. I still have that. <laughs> I've been doing, I've been I do everything things. manually. I should probably get some software that. Tailwind like, was amazing. I mean, when I was doing it, I was doing 50 pins a day, and Teresa Rose told me that's too much, so don't do that. <laughs> Other people <laughs> told me too much too. Teresa is a gold mine of information she's, about Pinterest. She's amazing. I think the number is like 35 or something like that is the the number. Okay. Um, it's a lot, but it's not 50. Don't go that many. But <laughs> I think uh, around 30 a day. And um, like what I was doing is just pinning. So so I would pin um, like five or six shirts I had done that day. And mm -hmm. then all the rest were just pins in the niche. So okay. And I would schedule them on Tailwind. And then I could do a whole bunch in a day. So I would do like maybe 50 shirts and then hundreds of other pins and then shuffle it all together in Tailwind, you can shuffle. And mm -hmm. so then that way it would be randomly pinning. Um, and they find the key times to pin throughout the day. So it'd be randomly pinning throughout the day. I did okay. that religiously for a year um, oh, and wow. then completely stopped. So that's why the account's so big. Like if you really religious, I mean, even if 50 was the wrong number, it didn't matter. Like the account's doing so well just because it's, consistent it's activity consistent, for a year yeah. and it's so many pins so um yeah and and that's key for any platform i mean i i haven't uploaded yet today because i had pretty much just gotten home and we jumped on this show but uh just getting in your account and being active every day seems to help and it, yeah. it goes for the same on any platform i'm on so i don't know what what all platforms are you on are you just still on merch or have you gotten out onto any others yet i i really focus on merch um but the other platforms i do orbit kit because it's connected to merch wizard yes. um yeah so i'm <laughs> trying to get the shirts everywhere um good good so that's that's really good yeah everyone's been uh, asking Steven, me to do a like a orbit kit overview for them all because it's it's yeah. a little bit cumbersome to set up at first and uh -huh. i just i was looking through mine and i realized i got some mistakes in my blueprints because i was looking and i have white text t-shirts on white stickers on a bunch of websites right now i know and so it's just white squares and i was like oh i gotta go fix all that i that's why i was like i wanted to talk to somebody about that because i'm like how is everyone selling so many stickers because so many of my shirts are white text mm -hmm. so i don't have stickers checked off because it's just like on those templates that are just for dark shirts and stuff i don't even have stickers checked off because i'm like how are they going to see it if it's white on yeah. white so, so i split mine up into three different blueprints now i have uh -huh. black text designs white uh -huh. text designs and then full color designs yeah. So if it has white or black as a thing, because I don't want a black one to go on black, and I don't right. want white to go on white things, right. and then I got ones that'll work on both. So I've been yeah. splitting them up into those three. That's how I have it too. So if I have black text or or colored text of any kind, um, it does go on a sticker. You want to listen? But that's so few oh, of yeah. my designs. I don't know. Sure. She might hijack my microphone here. She wants to listen. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Teresa's saying Orbit Kit looks so confusing to set up for me. I I agree with you, Teresa, because I'm so horrible with technology. I always talk about that where it's like 
amazing that I'm even doing this. Poor, <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about that. Poor Ryan was trying to help me and I was tired because I had just come back from um, the conference. Oh, last night. Yeah. So he was trying to explain like something very simple, but because I was tired and because I'm like, don't like technology to begin with, I was like, I'm just gonna do it the old way. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have to follow. He he made a loom video and everything for me. So he's absolutely amazing. So tomorrow when I'm less tired, I'll watch it and be like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, just let me know if you need any help with it or anything like <laughs> that. He's so. he's so awesome. So anyway, that long story, Teresa, was to say that I also was overwhelmed by Orbit Kit. Um, so I signed up for it and canceled it like within a month or whatever. So I only. I think they even refunded me. I don't know. I may have paid for one month. I'm not sure. But then a few months later, Merch Wizard integrated with Orbit Kit. And I already was using Merch Wizard so much that I was like, okay, I think it's going to be a lot easier now. So I tried it again, and it it was a lot easier with Merch Wizard. So, um, you want the I, other ear? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, have I apologize. A, I have she just a, really wants to listen. I have a video uh, about Merge Wizard and Orbit Kit integration. So that might help Teresa. And then if not, I'm sure Ryan will do a video too. <laughs> so, yeah. And Rick I, is going to be on to the show tomorrow. I'm doing a show with Rick. So he'll be able to help with oh, that as well. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No, it's been good for me. Um, I don't know. I Spreadshirt's been surprising me. I've been pulling daily sales this month on Spreadshirt awesome. here. And I said, you know, they recommend the royalty be two or three dollars on there. And I said, I'm going to put it at five and see what happens. And I'm getting one or two a day right now. So nice. It all adds up. I mean, it, it's amazing all these different platforms and sales coming from everywhere. I, I got to be everywhere if I want to sell 100 products a second. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not um, necessarily. You could potentially do it from one platform, but the odds go up if you're <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Not, not if I start my day like today with 14 returns. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your attitude was so great about it. I'm at five sales now. So I'm only at negative $19 in royalties from the negative 40 I started my morning with. And and that one's a funny story. And uh, I actually, it, there's a takedown involved in it. I, it was one of my only takedowns I've ever had. Um, I had done a, uh, a vaccination awareness shirt and I misspelled diphtheria. On it, mm. but I How never. How could you misspell that word? I don't know. It just <laughs> happened. <laughs> but I, I didn't write diphtheria anywhere in the listing, and the first review came back on it the other day, and it said, "Great shirt." Other than diphtheria is misspelled, but it doesn't take away from the message the shirt conveys. And Amazon took took it down for an inaccurate product description violation. Oh no. I had two versions of it. I had a white text version and a black text version. I was like, so I remade it and fixed it and re-uploaded, but I forgot to take the white one down. And that's the one that sold 14 times last week. And today it came back with 14 returns. I was like, they probably noticed diphtheria was misspelled and I forgot to take it down. So, you know, it's on me. I know exactly what happened with it. I took it down now today before I get the other black mark from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of all that, there, there's on the seller central side, there's lawyers to help because, um, you know, if somebody's account gets suspended or terminated or whatever, and they have so much inventory over there and they have so much invested in Amazon, there's mm -hmm. so many people now to help you, um, like lawyers and people to just help you get through that process. 
Oh, yeah, it's a whole not, industry. There's not really a lot of help on the merch side, and there's not really a lot of recourse that you can do if your account gets suspended or terminated. So that's another area I want to look into and see, like, is there anything they can do to help us on the merch side or the KDP side? Um, I don't know. We'll I, see. I don't know. I've personally never even had a successful takedown. Like, I've sent it in, and every time I get a message back, like, it'll be a drawing I did, uh -huh. and it'll be on my Instagram on my YouTube channel, on this, this, and this. I'm like, here's the evidence of me owning this, being the original creator. And Amazon's like, yeah, we can't prove this was you. And I was like, what? I don't know what else to do. I, I just don't even bother with takedowns anymore. Like, Well, things like that, it's like merch is, we were talking about this before, merch is so much newer than any, like most of the other Amazon platforms. So it's, I really want to keep in touch with all the private label people, seller central people, and just everything that they have. Be like, okay, can you help us over here <laughs> with that same thing? <laughs> we need lawyers. We need all these like things that you guys have over there. So we'll see. Work in progress. Um, yeah. Oh, Emily's saying to have everybody give us a thumbs up. Thank you so much, Emily. Yeah, hit the thumbs up button. There's 26 of you. There's only 12 likes. Get that thumb moving. <laughs> 12 likes already. Ryan, you're amazing. Most of the time, we do not have 12 likes already. We well, I was a little concerned because I typically get a thumbs down the moment I upload anything. And when I saw your notification go live, I looked on there and there was a thumbs down already. I was like, oh, no. Someone, whoever does it to me was doing it to you. And I was like, ah. It's okay. Don't worry. We usually get at least a couple thumbs down. So Yeah. yeah. We're almost cool like you. We're <laughs> I'm not We cool. don't have that many haters, so I feel like we're not we're not that cool yet, but we'll get there. Eh, my, my haters are on Reddit. They're fine. They're fun to play with. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I I always forget to ask for likes. So that's something I need to work on. And what I'm starting to notice is if I just say all the things that I need help with and that I'm not doing very well, <laughs> everybody comes out of the woodwork to help me with all these things. So yeah, yeah. it's amazing how many people have been like, oh, Helen, do you need this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just like from all sides. <laughs> This whole community is just awesome. The yeah. people in this community is probably like I've done like I, when I was doing drop shipping, like the only thing you could do was post your store and then people would spy on you. Like they'd be like, Hey, what can I do with help on this? Or what, what's the type of product I should target? And everyone's like, do your own research and leave me alone. Whereas here, like the moment you have problems, everyone's willing to help. And so for me, that was the biggest reason to start making videos was because I, I, that's the easiest way I knew how to answer someone's question because someone would ask something and I'd be like, type it out again. And I, so now I was like, well, if I just made a video to answer this question, I could just share it with them and that it saves me time and it, it helps everyone. So yeah. I don't know. I would tell everyone, go make a YouTube channel and start documenting what you're doing. It's, uh, you know, get out here. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, CM Elizabeth is on. How are you? He um, made uh, the July 4th shirt that I wore, like the uh, Merch Money, Make America Great Again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so thank you for that shirt. And he says, if you don't have any haters, you're doing it wrong. That's so right. I think I'm uh, <laughs> almost on the side of doing it wrong. Like we, we do not have a lot of haters, so. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you some haters if you want. I know. <laughs> you gotta start posting the videos on Reddit and be like, Merch Money needs some haters. <laughs> I like I completely forget about Reddit. I don't think I don't even know when the last time I was on Reddit. It's gotta be Reddit, like several years ago. 
<laughs> if you're smart, you can you can get sales with shirts on Reddit. That's how I, I got my first merch sale was Reddit. Really? Okay, so yep. we got we got to start putting stuff on there. All right, so yeah, the little story on that. I uploaded my first shirt July 7th last year. It went live on July 8th and it was a unicorn dressed as a nurse and it said, "I will stab you." on the bottom holding a oh. syringe and it was really poorly done it was really bad uh -huh. and i just went on like the nursing subreddit and i read the rules i was like screw it i don't know i was like hey i just started making t-shirts here's the first one i ever made and i made it for you guys and it, <laughs> people are like this is really terrible but it's awesome and someone bought like three of them that's that amazing <laughs> so i was like it the that was the moment I realized I didn't have to just wait for someone to find my shirt. Yeah. I could go find customers and yep. ask them what they want. Um, yep. you know, oh my gosh. Chris did an amazing talk about that um, at the conference. He was saying how like, uh, like a lot of times we look at like, what are the top selling shirts? And they do the same thing in private label, like try to find like, oh, what what's selling well, what can we do? And when you do stuff like that, you end up either having so much competition or you end up with a whole warehouse full of fidget spinners <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And he's like, why don't you just build an audience and then they'll buy anything you sell them? And it's like, that really is like the easiest way. Yeah. I mean, I, when I started with drop shipping there, I built up a unicorn audience that now has 12,000 followers on Facebook. Uh -huh. They really like just sharing unicorn pictures and there's a private <laughs> Forum too. There's like three thousand members in there, uh -huh. and it's funny because I I was learning and I probably abused the audience because I sold to them all day long every day. I wasn't uh -huh. sharing things that they just wanted to click and like and interact with. So uh -huh. my engagement tanked, and I I just never really sold a whole lot with it. And it was a learning experience and building my first audience. You know, so it uh you, you never know how it's going to work out, but if you get an audience going. And you can get them the right things they'll go crazy with it and uh i don't know it's fun i've got i i don't know i started building facebook pages years ago just for fun i have like 12 of them for some reason nice well, <laughs> that's awesome I, I didn't really sell to many of them uh one of them is politically orientated and when mm -hmm. i sell to them I'm like hey you're not supposed to be selling things that's what you started this for to not sell us things i'm like oh yeah well buy this one <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's my group. I can do what I want. That's right. That's right. But um, um oh, yeah. luxury card stores asking me why did I stop pinning on Tailwind, and my only answer is like, kind of like why did people stop going to the gym? <laughs> it's like you get in a habit, you're doing everything perfect, and then all of a sudden something happens where you don't go, and then you start going less and less. It was like that, where it's like, I was on a roll. I had this perfect system going for a long time. And then I don't know what happened. I think, oh, well, actually what happened, I do know what happened. I started Merch Money. That's what happened. So I started Merch Money. I started getting more and more involved with doing YouTube videos and doing like stuff like that. And I had less and less time and I just started getting less and less in the habit. And eventually it was like, oh wait, I haven't been on, tailwind in like six months <laughs> so there's yeah. it was just a bad bad thing it wasn't it, it wasn't like it wasn't working it just i just stopped doing it for no reason so yeah you know i would like you, to you get back. Do the things that are working for you too yeah. like what is what right now is giving me the best return for my time yeah and know, honestly tailwind and pinterest was definitely more a better
Did I lose you? Even still, oh, I like, I still don't. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just, I just got into it and I really liked it and I just got carried away with learning so, that. So, yeah. So we were talking there earlier about Merch Wizard and um, uh, Orbit Kit. And I don't know about you. Um, I haven't really outsourced anything other than buying some designs every now and then from different yeah. places. And so as an engineer, I sat here and I looked at this. I was like, well, there's tools to use to improve my process. And so for me, Merch Wizard's been huge to yeah. uh, for, you know, storing designs in Airtable, collecting my whole database of shirts. And then I just write my tags once I have the descriptions in there and then push it to OrbitKit. And it just starts mm -hmm. uploading elsewhere for me. And for me, that's been a huge benefit to um, just building up the portfolio elsewhere. And, you know, trickles come in from everywhere. So it's yeah. it's been really fun. Yeah, Orbit Kit's amazing. Um, and, and like you said, there's so many tools. There's so many systems. Um, I, I don't really hire anyone either, but it's the same, like you said. Like, I invest in tools and I invest in uh, buying either, like, designs or elements for designs or things like that mm -hmm. so yeah i uh i'm really excited now that the orbit kit added printful like yes. i i am currently just for the hell of it because when i talk to people in the street like i'm probably not going to share it with the whole audience uh -huh. but i am literally uploading every single one of my designs to my own shopify store That's amazing. and it's the most like disorganized store that could be possible because it's you know 600 different shirts in 45 in so many different niches like nothing's right. related right but people kept asking me like oh you sell t-shirts well where can i go about see all of your t-shirts yes yes and that that's amazing. a problem for us on merch mm -hmm. because well you can build a store in in ams and put them all in but it still makes sense to niche it down and have them looking the same so, right have you um, done that? Have you built a store? I was talking to Christina about that, and I'm like, I was like, yeah, you can build a store in AMS, and then I like doubted myself, and I'm like, can you? You, you I can. haven't done it. I, I I've done one, and it got rejected because it was inappropriate. It was oh. it, it violated the advertising guidelines. Was the last one I built, which is what I ended up turning my Shopify. So store when you into. build a store, is that applying for a brand? Like, is that brand registry, or is that something different? No, it's it's something else. It's it's different. Like you can do it for multiple brands. It's not you don't have to be brand registered for it. But uh, advertising guidelines are different than the merch guidelines. You can't do vulgarity. You can't right. do sexually suggestive. You can't do drugs. You can't do you know A, B, C, and D right. on there. And that's what I made the mistake. The first one I did, I was like, I'm gonna I wonder do it this if there's way. like strikes against that because I definitely um, was going through <laughs> adding ads, and some of mine got rejected. And I'm like, oh, I hope that's not bad. Like, have you started using a uh, Merch Amigo? Yes, it's that's amazing. exactly what I was doing, adding a whole bunch of Merch Amigo <laughs> and, and being like, oh yeah, I can't do ads on that. Whoops. <laughs> um, oh, I see. Uh, Teresa asked, do I do Etsy? Not currently. I had a rough experience on Etsy last year. I decided to go for it and built a whole niche store with one product that I knew was going to sell well with the phrases I was putting on it. And I'm not naming names or who, but the uh, company I was using to fulfill it ran out of supply with no ability to get more and didn't tell me. And at Christmas, I had to refund every order that I had on Etsy. 
and my rankings on that store tanked and everything, and I just closed it. I just haven't gotten back to Etsy because merch is working for me. And I said, quit spreading yourself thin if it's going to take a bunch of work and focus on what's working. So I redoubled down in January on merch after being angry and refunding money that had come into the business and sorting all that out, um, you know, and getting the, uh, uh, um, you know, just the, the, that was a real big shock for me. It, it was, it, it hit me hard when I was like, Oh my gosh, I screwed this up so bad. Yeah. And, um, Emily saying name names. I think it's okay. Cause I, I think I know who it was, but I know like, um, print tech had a lot of problems with fulfilling orders. So I don't know. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. 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 We, we, it was print tech and I had, I had, you know how I always love merch so much. So I had like very much dabbled, <laughs> like only dabbled in Etsy. I didn't go like full, uh, full force. Uh, so I only had well, a few things. With I was tech. running ads. I had like 150 products yeah. on Etsy and was going hard and had to refund like 30 orders. I only had a couple things with print tech and I got lucky and my things were fine. But I know that um, a lot of people had trouble with print tech. So Yep, that's what it was. You hear different things about whether or not it's better or not, but we've all kind of stopped talking about print tech just in case because um, <laughs> it seemed like they were going to be so good because they were partnered with so many like big they brands. They had a lot like, of good products on there that I liked. It, they're new. They had Bethany and they Frankel and they had like a lot of big people on there. So it was very confusing why they were so bad. I, I It was just new. I think they were new. I mean, I used WC Fulfillment for a while on one store. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Nate Andreas, who owns WC Fulfillment, he does a ton of YouTube videos mm -hmm. on Shopify. And I, I was watching him. And as he was launching, he was running into supplier issues and printing issues yeah. and customer orders. And anyone starting new is going to run into bumps. Yeah. And so that why that's why for me, Right now, I'm just using Printful because yeah. I know really good. I'm gonna like they're getting my shirts out in a day. Yeah, they're like, growing really fast and they're doing a really good job. They um, and they're another one. We were talking about this too. I don't know how we had time to talk about so much before the show, but <laughs> we were talking about how Printful has um, warehouses, so they can yep. fulfill private label. And I just posted today about Shopify's adding warehouses, so private label. And I just met a lot of private label people. So I feel like the merge of merch and print and private label is imminent. <laughs> We've got no. to take advantage of that. If you really get a brand going um, where you're selling print on demand around a certain Mixing topic. Mixing it in with a physical product. You can mix in a physical yeah. product and make a lot bigger margin. Um, yeah. So like if you've got a dog group going you can buy um you can either buy t-shirts from china or wherever and get a bigger um margin margin or you can buy like dog leashes or you know stuff like that um and and add it into your store yep and, and you can yeah. get you know 50 minimum order quantity for you know a dollar on something from china and you can sell it for 20 then because you can get it's made so cheap but um yeah the the one i was excited about with printful and I got it set up this week and approved this week is Wish. So I am currently pushing all my t-shirts from Merch to Wish using mm -hmm. Orbit Kit. So I go- That's amazing. So I go Merch, Wait, say it again. Merch Wizard, uh, uh -huh. Wish, 
No, the Wish yeah, app? Yeah, no, I know Wish, but is Wish part of Orbit No, but Printful is. And oh, Printful I see. Okay. Is okay. With Wish. So okay. right now, I uh, with Printful on OrbitKit, you can publish 100 products a day. It's not 20 designs a day. It's 100 products. So like if you wanted to put one design on 10 different products, that's 10 uploads of your 100. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a little bit different with Printful. But I've got it rolling right now. And I got scared when I applied the first time for Wish because they have a $2,000 fee to join the program to become a merchant. Mm -hmm. However, it in fine print, it says some um, sellers may be exempt from this. And if you use Printful, they waive the $2,000. Wow, that's so good, so good to know. So I know Jacob Topping posted it and there was some conversations and I was going through it and I was like, yeah, it looks like they're gonna charge me two grand. And they updated the content policy a couple of weeks ago and um, Printful even has it on there. It's free to join using their thing. So basically, if you want to get on Wish, which then lets me add all sorts of other products, it lets you bypass that $2,000 fee by signing up through Printful. Wow, that is huge. Big tip right there. Look at everybody saying, wow. They, they want you to do a video on that topic, which I do too. I don't know, Teresa. I don't know how I'm going to compete. I pushed everything on there to 32. I used the Gildan and just going on there to start because I have no idea how search ranking is going to work on there or anything and pricing. I just priced at 32 bucks for now because I've noticed on Wish people are pricing their t-shirts at $99 and then marking them on sale, you know, 80% off because it's a $20 t-shirt. And that seems to boost rankings on Wish. So there's oh. a lot of search manipulation going on over there. It's kind of a wild, wild west. So cons like that too, I've noticed. Like <laughs> everything's like 75% off, and you're like, well, it wasn't that price to begin with. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Or they you know th that yeah. strategy, you know, you go into Target one day or something, and it's like, you know, this is 25% off, regular price this. And then you come in the next day and it's 50% off, but it's the same price, but the regular price got raised. And it's yeah. like, ah, yeah, I see what you're doing there. But yeah. um, yeah, I don't know, Teresa. It's I, I have no idea how I'm gonna compete here. It my account got approved today. So yeah. it, it went through review and they've approved a hundred of the four hundred products I've sent to them so far. So they, it goes through review processes just like everyone else's platforms. And I still haven't been able to find any of my products when I'm searching for them today. So Wish is gonna be there's there's no information about selling on Wish anyway. Yeah, you could be find. the first one, Ryan. <laughs> You're the pioneer. Um, I know Ryan Hogue is on it as well. He did a little video about it about a week ago, and I was bouncing some questions off of him. And uh, I don't know. I guess it's 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 fun going into somewhere where I know it's new because yeah. no one else is done. No one else is doing it this way. I mean, there's a lot of people on Wish, and there are all sorts of ways to do things. Like I. It's it's going to be a learning experience and it, it'll be fun because I I'm wonder full if, on Amazon. I wonder if like let's say you find out that the price is too high and you're having trouble getting sales, which I don't know if that's true or not. But um, I wonder if they also waive the two thousand fee if you use a printful warehouse because that would be interesting if you start doing private label T-shirts from China and then you can um, wish have wish has wish has warehousing. They have a fulfillment by wish program that oh, gives okay. you a star badge and stuff like that so if i had something that was doing well i could do a bulk order and yeah, send it into there so and you cool. get 
special stars and things like that. There's so many cool products you can get over there. Like, um, I saw like, I forget which, which provider, but somebody had the sequin pillows where like you like go one way with one design and go the other way. It's another design. Um, and so it was like, it was neat because you could buy them really cheap over in China and then like test the design first on the print on demand. And then if it worked well, order from China and then have it go to that fulfillment center. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been, I've been full on my merch dashboard. I hit, I got tiered up to tier 2000 right at the end of May, uh, beginning of June in there. And so I'm full and I'm at 3000 sales. So I'm sitting here like, I gotta get 900 more sales. And a large majority of my designs have been just uploaded in the last month and a half. I was like, they haven't had enough time for me to tell them to get rid of them yet. And I don't know about you, but the new multi-product uploader kind of makes like a 4,000 account feel like a 400 account. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's so fast to fill up. <laughs> like I remember sitting there like tier 100, all right, I gotta do 25 a day. Um, I'm kind of glad that the, the tiers, that we didn't have a multi-uploader because it forced <laughs> me to do like a lot of just standard shirts. <laughs> That's all I had for the first like yeah. five months. I didn't even get, I, I had, Standard and premium t-shirts, I think, for my first three months, that's all I had. Uh-huh. Even when I hit tier 500, and that's still all I had. And I was like, well, this is all I'm uploading. And so my first 500 uploads were standard t-shirts. It was 500 different designs. And then when I hit tier 2,000, they put this multi-product uploader. My last 2,000 designs was only about 100 actual yeah. designs that I made. Yeah. And I filled up. And so, but everything is selling differently. Like today, I've sold a hoodie, a tank top. I know everything sells. And so I was like, I can't just narrow it down because those other fields are wide open. But I I was kind of wishing that they would do the early tier ups like they did last year when they added the new products. I really hoped that they would just tear everybody up when they had that multi uploader because we all need more slots. I I I, that's what I I keep looking at what I want to delete, and I'm I have all the things that have sold that are (laughs) on there. And I don't think of things that haven't sold. I think my last uploaded thing was March. Like, so I'm only like four months out on some things that I keep looking through like, well, should I delete this or not? Because yeah. I make up a new idea and I'm like, all right, there's got, this is, has to go up. So something has to go away. One thing with the merch, with the multi-uploader is if you upload just a standard on the multi-uploader, once you get yeah. teared up, you can go back in and add all the other products. I know, and you already but, have your description, you already have everything. So it's really, really fast. So um, like today I just sold this shirt and that's never sold on a standard t-shirt. It just keeps selling on tank tops though. That's true. That's true. And so I, I it's, it's fear of missing out on the opportunity. Yeah, you know? no, this, I know what you mean. This hoodie I sold today, like I probably, if I, a year ago, I went to put it on a hoodie. I would have just yep. done the t-shirt first. No, I but totally today I, believe I it. I got the hoodie sales. So I sold a uh, zip up hoodie today or yesterday, I forget. And it was um, my first sale of that design. Like no other product had sold yet. So I think I've you just sold never one know. zip up and one raglan so far. The rest. So those ones I could see kind of letting go. But... I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like the zip ups are not as big of a seller, but it was my first sale of that particular design so, so yeah you just For me, never know my three thousand sales i just looked here i've sold one zip hoodie three mm-hmm. raglans 14 sweatshirts 39 long sleeves 47 hoodies 
60 v-necks 92 tank tops yeah tank and then tops are great 175 t-shirts 1207 pop sockets and 1431 standard t-shirts wow so, pop, pop sockets, sockets are so good for you it's amazing yeah i've got one that does well like really well yeah it, it's it's got a one star review and i've sold 500 of them that's amazing but and I Ryan, can't... we're over time already. I feel like we haven't even started the interview. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about like all your research techniques and all your scaling designs, and somehow the interview is already over. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to say anything about scaling designs before we? <laughs> um, the best thing I can say to people is look at what's selling, and re-enter that niche. Like here's here's a good habit and. I'm guilty of not sticking to it myself, but if I sell a shirt today, upload another one into that niche. Like just keep hitting it with another design and scale them out and you'll build a nice portfolio of a niche brand. And then I, I highly recommend getting some way to get your designs on other platforms in a way that doesn't detract from your designing and everything like that. Cause I think it's important to not have all my eggs in Amazon, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I want to have that portfolio on Redbubble, Teespring, T-Launch, Spreadshirt, Society6, Inktail, Designed by Humans, all of those, you know, I haven't been getting a lot of sales there, but I didn't, I probably would have never uploaded to Spreadshirt if I didn't have it done easily and I probably would have missed out on the 20 sales I've made this month at, you know, a $5 royalty. So, you know, really the first month of really hitting it hard and I made a hundred dollars. Like that was yeah. to some people it took, uh, if you think about it on merch, I, I, I consider myself fortunate and I got moving really fast, but um, some people it might take a months or a year to make their first hundred dollars and just by trying other places you just never know what's going to work so yeah. try new things and then repeat what worked so if you try a new niche and you get a sale in it upload a couple more into that niche just keep yeah. repeating what is working and then um if it's work let's say you got a concept that's working in you know the unicorn niche maybe it'll work in flamingos or mermaids yeah. Or That's this. what I think of with scaling. I think yeah. of taking like one one general concept and putting it in a lot of different things. So scaling could be like, and maybe you think of it differently, but like I think of scaling as like, okay, you have this phrase and you have this city. So now you're going to do other cities with that same phrase mm -hmm. or other like, like, like a beach design or something. You have different beaches or birthdays. You have different years for the birthday or... You know, things like that. Do you do stuff like that or what do you do? Yeah, I, I'll i go to an example of my best one <laughs> I did last year uh, for Halloween. Um, I took the same, I had the image and mm -hmm. I just changed one of the words and it changed it from a mom Halloween shirt to a grandma Halloween shirt oh, to yeah, a daughter Halloween cool. shirt to a aunt Halloween shirt to, uh -huh. and it was more, it was more of a feminine style design. And I was mm -hmm. able to hit all those, and I I think I owned Grandma Halloween shirt all Halloween nice. last year. So that was my I first like entrance I, into I a holiday, and I was pretty excited about it. So 
Yeah, I don't have a single gram of Halloween. People all the time are like, well, how can you get 8,000 designs up? And I'm like, there are so many niches that I haven't even touched yet. There's even big holidays like that I barely have any shirts in because it's just, yeah. there's just so much to do that it's like, you can't. I feel like I won't be able to hit everything until I'm at like 100K tier or something because there's just so many niches and so many ways you can go that it's I like. Know. Last night, I, I think I just, I just pulled up um, an awareness calendar or just like uh -huh. a calendar of events and uh -huh. just started copying and pasting them into search. And it's like, well, this one only has three results. This one only has 25 results. This one only has 30 results. Exactly. And they're and all just the same thing uploaded onto all products. Yes. So it was like really only three designs in there. Yes. It's so like people think that merch is saturated and it's not even like close. It's just saturated. getting started. I'm like, I've, barely scratch the surface so i'm like there's no way other people are like it's there's so much more room to go yeah i mean and uh, i haven't even really gotten into um local merch and stuff like that like i only have one business that i'm working with there's so many businesses around me i could go after there's so many groups there's so many little like running clubs and different things like that i mean like it's just I haven't even begun and it's like no and and you never know who you're gonna talk to and you could just tell them what they you're doing and they're like oh man I needed shirts for my business like I landed two of local businesses uh one of them was someone who I'm a customer of and we were just talking about shirts she's like can I get like if I want a Christmas shirt for all of my employees just for one day can you sell that to me and I was like yeah and yeah so she from a five employee business, I think I've sold 30 shirts and they only wanted them for their employees. They didn't want to do promotions or customer right. stuff like that. And I got another one that's done a few as well. And last year I hit it hard. I went and walked and I probably got around to about 75 to 80 businesses. And I got a lot oh of maybes. I got a lot of no's. I got a lot of, I don't understand. And oh my God, Ryan, can we have a meetup and we do this? We should all like, go together to businesses. It doesn't have to be in your town. Kentucky. It could be let's like one in Northern Kentucky. It could be, yeah, like people, yeah. we don't want to be like right in your little area, but some town that you can get to, we should do it. It'd be fun. I mean, you just never know what people town you could, you never know what people are going to say yes to unless you ask. Yeah. So just, it, I understand getting yourself out there and putting yourself out we there. We probably, the right we got to think about how this will work because we can't have like 30 people. Yeah, we can't have business. 50 people. But we can make it like a competition, like two at it's like two by two. Like we can, like, yeah, get out, out, like do a competition. See, see who, who gets can the land most t-shirts. Oh my God, it'd be so <laughs> That'd fun. Be fun. We got like a t-shirt sale treasure hunt or something. Yeah, because I don't think I'm going to do it unless we like, do the, like kind of like how I had to do the LOP lunch. I'm like, I'm never going to get around to filing an LOP unless I make it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so my first one, I recorded it. I was like, I'm going to do this. And if I record it, it forces me to do it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I did my LOP. I did one. There we go. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I'm never going to walk around to unless so, I do it with yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that kind of brings me to the point of the power of making these videos. Like I said tonight, I got home jumped on this with you i haven't even had a chance to like design a t-shirt or upload one but i'm going to do a video tonight and i'm going to make one from scratch and it's going to force yeah. me to upload something that i would probably easily say you know what sounds good a beer and the recliner like that is really <laughs> easy to do and i appreciate the audience for waiting for videos because it forces me to make something at least tonight yeah you know, 
that I'll put out there. And, if and like teaching someone else how to do it. Like if, if like I would probably be like nervous to go, but if I'm teaching someone how to do it, I'll be like, oh, okay, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so it's silly. So, all right, we'll have to do this. All right. Now so it's in my head. I guess we got a uh, some sort Before of a Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area meetup. When does Kentucky get cold? Treasure hunt. Uh, for me, never. I'm originally from Minnesota. Like Kentucky never gets cold. For me. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe we could do it September, maybe October. Is it too cold in October? No, not, I'm not trying usually. To think, November, I think I have. November is about the end of it uh, where you'd probably not want to be out hanging out. But I mean, maybe it doesn't have to be that. We can still just do a hangout. So I know there's quite a few people in this area. I think Teresa, you're from around here and uh, we got all the people in Columbus. I know, um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be fun to do a, a meetup around here. Yeah, we could do a meetup, and then afterwards, whoever wanted to go, we could go, like, <laughs> see how many businesses yeah. we could go to. Because it's good be practice, and if you go with somebody else, it's, like, reassurance if you've never done it before. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, all right. I'm going to think about it. Maybe September or October. I don't – I think I have too much going on in September. Probably have to be October. We're just gonna keep piling on here. We're just gonna you're just gonna be doing merch meetups daily. All the you're time. just gonna be road tripping the country doing merch All meetups. the time. Yeah, Kentucky would be fun. I don't think I've ever been to Kentucky. I think I've been through it. I don't know. Maybe I've stopped briefly, but not not much <laughs> yeah. time in Kentucky. <laughs> it's it's not where people are like, let's go to Kentucky today. It's just not <laughs> let's go on vacation in Kentucky. Nah, and most people don't say that sort of thing. So um, all right, well, at least Ryan, it's not we'll Ohio. We gotta we gotta do this. Um, I definitely think it'd be fun to do a local merch thing because we don't talk about local merch so much. So if we kind of do it as a thing all together, like yeah. it'll kind of give everybody the practice, and then when they go back to their own towns, they'll be better at it. Yeah, yeah, and wow. um, we gotta yeah, pick a town that nobody fun. lives in. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I went around to that that many businesses, and I only have two that I'm working with. But you know, you get your doors, you get told no a lot. <laughs> And if you can get used to being just told no, the way I look yeah. at it, um, who were you interviewing uh, last week? The interview, he said something is like, you're, you're oh, going to yeah. get ignored. They're going to say no, or they're going to say yes. And all three are good. Because we had some people not like that video. And like you were saying, like with the uh, haters, I think he probably has more haters than I do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he, but, and also like, I didn't interrupt him. So it was like long periods of time that he talked. So I probably should have like interrupted it, but I was trying to do like the way he does an interview just to kind of like have him see what it's like on the other end. Mm -hmm. um, but he was, he's such an interesting guy. Like I didn't mind listening to him talk because it's like, I feel like oh, I learned from him. It, it, it was a little bit different. It was a little bit of a change up to, to the normal content on here, but it was yeah. still good. So, yeah. Um, uh, but, all right. Yeah. We have gone long here. Yeah, this is going to be your like most duration viewed video because we're going to extend it so long. Here, I so. know. Sorry. You probably you got stuff you got to do. It, you're just so easy to talk to. Like I, I literally look down like, okay, how are we doing on time? And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How did we go over? And I hadn't even gotten to the interview yet. Oh well, oh, that's well. all right. We can it always was, do another one another tonight. Too. It was great. Fun. We I think we we ended up covering some good stuff. Yeah, so. and um, just for anyone watching, I do have my live scheduled for nine thirty. So in fifteen minutes, I do plan on going live and doing a. I, I got to research and make something tonight. I got to get something uploaded. So there come join go. me. And we'll do it live. So yeah, little Minnesotan in that voice there, Laura. A little yeah, eh? huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> and guys, his YouTube channel is in the description below. So if you are not already subscribed, definitely subscribe to him. Um, I think I put your Facebook group and Facebook page in there too. You did. Thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah, wow. come join us all. So All right. All right. Well, th thank you so much, Ryan. This was great. It was fun. Thank you, Helen. And uh, I'll, we'll be talking again, I'm sure. So. All right. Talk to you later.